0: Hi, thanks for joining me, Andy Overman at the Estate Agents Podcast, joined as ever by faithful colleague, Stephen Brown and Luke Sinclair. Morning, guys. Morning, Andy. Morning, Luke.
1: Good morning, both.
0: So, today's special guest, CEO and regional operating officer of Keller Williams UK. Worldwide, they have over 180,000 agents operating across 37 countries from nearly 1,000 market centers. Good morning, Ben Turner. How are you?
1: I'm grateful
2: this morning, guys. Nice to see you all. Nice to see you too, Ben. So thanks very much for joining us. Um, Keller Williams is the number one real estate training company, I think you like to be called, um, in the world. Um, Training, why is it so important? And, um, you know, I've read um, Gary Keller's two books, um, The One Thing. And the real estate millionaire, is it? I'm sure that's wrong. Um, But I found them um, incredibly full of learning. So actually, you know, for people out there, for our listeners, definitely great books to read. But training, why is it so important to Keller Williams?
1: Well, a couple of things first, um, Stephen, is that one, Gary, four years ago now, Gary's really positioned the, the company as a technology company. So he built the number one training company, literally the biggest training company in the world. And the most successful training company in the world um there's about four and a half thousand what we call maps coaches which are, are i have a maps coach myself we have um uh, i understand it to be the largest coaching organization as well as the most successful training organization and then as i say over four years and then a public announcement about it just over two years ago gary's really positioned the business now and said look we are out and out now technology business and what I'm doing in the UK is I'm really following Gary's lead and saying that's what we think we need to do. And there's a very specific reason for that. So the, what we believe is with the way the market's going and the way that the industry needs to move, and as you guys on this call know, as a general rule, it's fair to say that the Australians and the Americans are a lot further ahead in terms of. Service delivery en masse, loads of great exceptions in the UK in terms of people delivering good service, but on mass they're not. So what, what we want to do is we want to, we already know that our training, our systems and models are, are exceptional to help people build a business. But what we want to do is give the agent a level of technology, world-class leading technology, so that the agent can deliver a customer experience in the new world. Um, that no one else can. And so what we're driving very hard on in the UK is to say, look, what we see in America, what we see in Portugal, what we see in France, what we see in around the world, I need to replicate that here in the UK so that the agents have not just that amazing training, but also the technology that supports delivering a customer experience that is game-changing. And, and frankly, that the customer ought to have in the UK we, we, all of the guys on this call will talk a lot about the, the, the value of a transaction. Very few people moving house are making moves with assets more than of greater value than their home. So whether that's renting a home or buying a home or selling one, it's a massive and hugely important transaction. So we want to make it very personal, very bespoke by giving people absolutely awesome technology and training and that's where we've got to now you, know, you asked me at the beginning here Stephen. why is it so important well you know i always think about military because my, my brother used to be in the marines and when you think about um the marines themselves as an organization that the training i remember when my brother was going through it was in for nine years and how they respond when they need to in a certain way was very specific and the training that they did was so repetitive to get them to react in a way that was required at that particular time. Yeah. And no, in, in my view, no one's better in, on the planet than the military. And you could have your own view as to which military service is the best at doing it. But it, widely regarded, SBS and SAS are literally at the pinnacle. And you get people so well trained that they can deliver absolute excellence time and time again. So therefore, that's why training so important. In our world, we think the transaction is so important with people moving home, be that commercial, sales, or lettings. We think it's that important that we need to be able to deliver absolute excellence and to be able to do what's required at the time for that client. And probably the other part around the training piece for me is that, and I remember there's videos of me years and years and years ago talking about this stuff, is that I've always been a massive fan of Client for Life. And, and not for that just to be a giveaway statement, for something that, you know, people, if I help them move house, or give them guidance 20 years ago, in, you know, now, I was, I was with a whole bunch of mates yesterday, um, th- three or four of them from schoolmates, right? So we're all now in our uh, mid-late 40s, and we've known each other for 30-odd, you know, in some case, nearly 40 years, and their kids are growing to an age now Our kids are going to an age where they need guidance on what are you going to do? How are you going to make money out of property? How are you going to make, how are you going to make property work for you? How are you going to, what's your plan? And the truth is this, that in, I went to a reasonable school, but no one educated me about wealth creation. No one educated me about, this is how you use property and, and how property can help you build wealth. And we're in real estate, all of us. You know, I've run I ran some fairly serious organisations around property, but truly no one even tested me whether I was educating the people in my business as to how they can create wealth for themselves in the area that they're experts in. So there's such a different perspective in our organisation to how we train people, mostly how we train them to think, rather than we give them tools, we give them systems, we give them amazing technology, probably the biggest value that we do is we teach people to think in a way that helps them get what they want when they want it. Right. Much like that, um, you know, remember the proverb about if you give a hungry man a fish, you can eat for today. Or well, we believe as an organization, if we train people and teach people how to think the right way, then they, they can fish anytime they want to, they can get whatever they want. And that's whether you want to do six deals a year or five deals a year as a um, I don't know, a, 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 a local mum or something that just wants to deal with her local network um, and deliver a great service for her friends, that's fine with me. I don't mind. That's absolutely fine. In fact, around the world, they have thousands of those. You know, in, in the States, I think it's about 65% of women in the industry. But much more so in the UK, what we think is, we don't think that'll be the dominant factor in the UK. What we think will be the factor is the average estate agent very few of them have built wealth, proper wealth. Most of them, if they're running an estate agency, they'll have to keep working in it in order to keep some income coming in. And what we want to do is teach them how they can create a business that works without them having to be in it all the time so they can build something out. Because as we say, in a estate agency, if you teach someone to build a team, then they can spend more time with the people they love and they can have more income to fulfill the life they want to live when they're with those people. So it's, um, the, reason, the reason Keller grows the way it does is because it's a massive enabler. I mean, a truly sensational enabler. It's not, um, people think it's a competitor. We're coming in here, some American model to go and take a load of market share. It's not that. What we want to do is help the existing agents to be able to create wealth for themselves. And once people have taken the time to understand how our business works, then a lot of people choose then to go and do it. And we're well, just in that proving phase.
2: couple of things, Ben. Why do you think um, from that, because there's, you know, the hub, uh, there's the hub model is taking a lot more pre- <laughs> presence at the moment. A lot of people are talking about it a lot more. And there seems mm. to be a lack, or from what I'm seeing, a lack of entrepreneurial people in the UK who are actually willing, willing to take it on board um and do it um you know i know the rewards are high um the training's fantastic but you know from my understanding and what i'm seeing is people don't want to take it up why do you think that's the case
1: well two things one is um we don't find that people aren't willing to take it up We're we're recruiting i don't know most weeks i would say we're probably recruiting between five and ten people a week i would guess something like that um and we're about to open some more market centers more on that um, next time but we've got some pretty incredible people about to go and open more centers which of course will make recruiting five to ten from six market centers each time we open a market center that the numbers go up by another one or two a week um so one i would say we're not we're not finding people are reluctant to go and do it
2: okay that's good What,
1: what what i would say though is i don't know about you but when I, was, when I was at school, I was taught, you want to be the CEO, Ben. You want to be the leader. You want to, be, you want to get to this position, yeah? No one said to me, what you want to do is start your own company. No one, it's, not, it's not sort of inbuilt in us um, here. But equally, I would say that option wasn't available to me when I was starting out. It wasn't it – wasn't, no one said to me, I'll tell you what, without an outlay of cash – I will, I will give you all the things you need, the training, the technology, not that there was much technology back then, but the training, the technology, a, sit, a place to sit, a desk, and so on and so forth. You can have everything you need. You go and now build your business. Now, I'd have done it in a heartbeat if it was put in front of me back then. And I think, Stephen, the fact is now that not enough people have had that option put in front of them yet. I also think that intrinsically in life, it's a human nature thing that our chimp inside us, and if you, have you, any of you guys read The Chimp Paradox?
2: No, I don't no. about it.
1: No. So I, I would strongly recommend it because it's a book by Stephen Peters who worked with the British Olympic uh, cycling team and, and now works with athletes all over the world to basically help them control the emotional side of their brain. And, and The Chimp, we we often sometimes almost refer to it as a personality that, your chimp is there to protect you from doing anything that might cause you harm. So the chimp is the thing, if you're standing at the top of a ski slope and you look down and you think, oh, that could be dangerous. That's the chimp talking. It's the one that says, don't go down there. But the trouble with that is if you live your entire life in line with what your chimp's telling you to do, you literally won't do anything. You You won't achieve anything. You won't enter a race because you might not win it you won't well you won't start a particular course because you might not pass it you might not ask a particular person out because they may say no and for me it's about overcoming that fear and you've got to teach people how to overcome that fear and frankly Stephen that's what I'm doing an awful lot I run a lot of classes for people they're not about recruiting they're about helping people overcome their fears so they can live a bigger life than they were living before. Because let me tell you this, if you're the average estate agent in this country earning, I don't know, anywhere between a 16 and 30 grand basic salary and 5 and 10% commission, you're never going to have any real money. You're never going to have any real money. And you'll always have to work probably 40 to 60 hours a week to get it. And, often and, and my to belief as, is uh, that the there is mon- another way that you don't get it. Sorry, Sorry I
0: was going to say, often referred to as the monkey on the back, isn't it? Yeah. Ben, firstly, my apologies. I um, introduced you as Ben Turner, who, of course, my colleagues on here will know are my, is my biggest competitor locally, and it's Ben Taylor that we're talking to.
1: He's
0: got in there. Um, so, yeah. Ben, why do you think the UK is so poor at building clients for life and so far behind the rest of the world um, in terms of client relationships? What, what's our monkey on the back?
1: I don't think we're taught it from the early stages. I remember, frankly, we're sitting in um, uh, running estate agencies with, let's say, they've got I don't know, twenty, thirty thousand clients on the database in a in a, a network of branches that've been running for years and years. And you would literally go into an office and people in that office would say, "I haven't got anyone to call." Yeah, I mean, well, there's twenty thousand people on the database, guys. And if you have a if you have a mentality that says Let's say, for instance, you join you, you, you and I are in business together, okay? So what we would do if it was literally starting from scratch, we would both look at who do we both know, and we would put those people into our CRM system. And the reason we'd need a CRM system is we know that we would need a certain number of people in that database, right, in order to sustain a certain level of business in any market. Yeah, if we're going right now with what's going on in Brexit, lots of uncertainty. So we'd probably need more people in that database than usual because less of those people will move house because of the reasons I've just explained. Yeah. So if our focus was to put those people into the database and then we systematically looked after that client, added client, added value to those clients, so continually looked after them, then what you find is um, you pick up referral business. Literally on a consistent basis. If you did it consistently, yeah. Now, estate agents in this country is very transactional. So, if I'm now in this scenario, I'm selling your house. The vast majority of cases, we will have a relationship whilst I'm selling your house. We will have no relationship once I've sold your house, and then if you sell again. I want this miraculous thing that I made an impact for you in the last, in the four months I was dealing with you, that by rights you have to come back to me. Right? It's a nonsense. If you What, what I would actually need to be is interested in you, find out about you. And somebody said to me the other day, one of our guys said to me, I've got this person with a, um, they've got a 10 million pound house in Knightsbridge. Um, you know, what? What do you think I should be saying to them to get them to move house? And I said, do they need to move house? And they said, well, no. I said, so do they need to sell that property? And they said, no. And I said, phone her up and say, listen, I don't think you should sell that. I don't think you should sell that. And he said, why? And I said, because if I had a 10 million quid house in Cadogan Square, why would I sell it now when it's going to be really tough to get the maximum price for it? I'd much rather hang on to it and sell it when I want to sell it and I can sell it at the top of the market. And he said, "Premium price." he said, well that's great advice. I said that's the difference between a client for life and a transactional estate agent. If you want if you want to be a client if you, if you give that client the advice now in 3 years time that client will never go anywhere else than you. And between now and 3 years time all the friends that they have that they know about property they will say go and talk to that guy cuz he gives you honest advice.
2: Spot on. And, I mean I had that when I was at Green and Company. So I remember going into properties, asking the um, vendor whether they could afford to keep it, whether they've spoken to a financial advisor and they would ask me why. So I said, well, you know, if you can rent it out um, and you can afford to, then this is going to be your pension. And four or five years later, my managers will be coming back to me and said, I've just been at so-and-so's property. And um, they wanted to see whether you were still there because they wanted to say thank you for the advice that you gave them because every other agent was um, telling us to sell, sell, sell. You were the only one who told us to keep our property. Um, It's appreciated considerably. So thank you. You've changed our life. Um,
1: You really have. What you'll have done for them will make a huge difference to them in later life. But but let me tell you that you're asking me what what the issue is in the industry or the monkey on the back in the industry. I can tell you there's plenty of firms out there that if you said that you'd given that advice, you'd actually get in trouble. Because what we want you to do is sell a house. What I want you to do is look after a client. And what I want to do is I want to give you training to to, to be able to do that every time. And I want to be able to give you technology because I do believe, I mean, look at us now. We're all sitting here, okay, we had a bit of a a mess around at the beginning with with headphones and technology issue. But the fact is, we're all sitting in different locations. We're able to do this, okay? We need to facilitate agents to have supporting technology that help them deliver excellence to a client an experience to a client and that's one of the things that, that we're doing very well
0: and it's a, it's a great platform we have now because I remember when I joined the industry back in 93 you, you pretty much had to join a corporate estate agent to stand any chance of having listings and instructions because people went with what they knew the internet wasn't there mobile phones were the size of bricks and everybody referred to the local newspaper as their biggest source of, of property searching you know, those are the days when people actually, you know, we were targeted on walk-ins, for heaven's sake. <laughs> How many people actually walked yeah, into a branch? Right.
1: Take me back a while, but yeah. Uh,
0: you know, th- those, so I think the landscape that we're in now has altered, and it gives those um, hub operators, it gives those strong independents a real good crack at being high performance. Social media, for example, getting a message out there on video. Luke, I know that you're a massive advocate of video and, and um, brilliant at it. I got an instruction yesterday at 2%, which is just, it's, it's our standard fee, but it's unheard of locally, to a lady who phoned our office and instructed us purely on the basis that she felt if I was prepared to stand up and do a market rap on YouTube and, and post it there and leave it there, that, that I was authentic and genuine um, and, and I was a source of trust. And, you know, that's, that's the kind of playing field that we have now. And I think where we have the advantage is if you look in corporate world now, I've got two, I would class as corporate agents in my town and the ever evolving door of staff is phenomenal. So there's no continuity and i think that's where we as independents and particularly strong independents uh, are able to stand back and fight with the market
1: so it's a, it's another interesting one for me it's it's um it's not about independent or or corporate and it's not about high street or off the high street it's simply about how your business is geared what's its mission what's its value how do you approach things somebody like you you do want to bring value to an to a customer and by the way on fees it's a fascinating one you know because agents if you think about the mass mentality of agents going out there it's not surprising that they think fees are such an issue whereas actually if you step back what kind of industry could you have somebody like you you could i could actually get you working for me for free for three or four months before i pay you anything i mean with and you started in 93 right so you're you it as a given you're a very good agent right you we wouldn't be having these conversations if you weren't but i can actually get you working for free for three or four months i mean it's a bonkers bonkers setup so for me i think i think in this country if you did if i sell your house you've got a result not you know I, i as an individual i'm nothing special but i'm a very very good estate agent and i'm also a good person right? So I will look after your interest like no one would. The fact that I'll take 2 or 3% at the end of the transaction, honestly, you got a result. <laughs> you got a result. And, and But if you train people to do it the way that we do it and the way you do it, but you give them unbelievable resources, they are able to deliver this type of experience to a customer time and time again. And here's what I think. I think when more people understand that this is available, that so many people are going to end up doing it i have said
0: for years that fees are always in a valuer's head you know um, well, you've seen you've seen the business model and the race to the bottom um, a, a well known local online uh, sorry' not local national online brand uh, share prices suffering you 've got you know one of the largest corporates in the u k share prices is, is going through the floor it's it's about service and it's about adding value um, and it's about you know making that uh, Difficult time in somebody's life as stress-free as possible, and obtaining the maximum value. I think Sean Newman did um, uh, from Fine and Country, and a good friend of the podcast. Um, he uh, did a, a video uh, recently and explained fees in a very simplistic terms to uh, clients and to the media. You can go to a hair salon and you can have your hair cut by the trainee, and they will charge you a nominal fee. You can have a senior stylist, and naturally, you'll pay a lot more for it.
1: Well, you know, actually, that's a really good example. I went in, when I first moved to Weybridge, which is where I live, um, it was probably 12 years ago. And I went in into a, a, a um, snazzy-looking hairstylist at the end of the road. And the only person that cut my hair was a trainee. And I'm sitting there for an hour. And then the guy that runs the show came over, and it was too painful for him to watch, and he came, his name's Enzo, brilliant guy. He came over and said, look, can I take over and sort this out for you? did the job and he's now been cutting my hair for the last 12 years. And I tell everybody around here to say, let's go and see him. Cause he's, he'll do a proper job. It's more expensive, but it's a fantastic job. And frankly, do you want to come out looking like a, you know, like you're some sort of, you know, believe me, you wouldn't want to come out looking like I was looking halfway through that. Process, so. <laughs> um, so yeah, look the end, the examples are endless, but what we, what what we believe though is it's going to take more than just saying, you know, you can charge anything you want. It's it's in your head and all that kind of thing. What we believe is you have to give people systems, tools, um, and technology and training to enable them to be able to go and deliver that. And that's why our average business now, we, we we really do consider this rocket fuel now. So if you're Ben Taylor Estates, we don't want you to change from Ben Taylor Estates. We want you to carry on. But what we want you to do is to use our technology and our training to help Ben Taylor estates become bigger and better than it was before and help you run it and create real wealth out of it. And that's lots of estate agencies. They're good estate agents, but not great business owners. And we want to teach them to be great business owners as well as great estate agents. And then they can have, they can have more wealth.
0: Fantastic. Ben Taylor, thanks for your time this morning on the podcast. Guys uh, who are listening, if you'd like to reach out to Ben Taylor, search his profile on LinkedIn. We'll try and get that um, added in. I think Luke, you'll take care of that this morning. We sure Um, will. As always, guys, if you've um, if you've liked what you've listened to, and um, we really appreciate your ear, hit the share button. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. There's some uh, great feedback yesterday from the Home Search uh, podcast that's coming through on the uh, Facebook page. Also, hit us up on Insta: L fifty five, Stephen Brown fifty four, and Andy Overman EA. We'd love to be tagged into those posts and get this shared far and wide. Also, the odd review on iTunes wouldn't go amiss, would it, Luke?
1: No, not at all. We, we'll always be, always be grateful of a, of a review on iTunes. It helps us with that. Uh, and that's the currency that we like.
0: Absolutely. Let's Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thanks, guys.